I want us to go to 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. I want to share with you what I believe God has spoken to me for this service today. Praise God. 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. Then after we have prayed, I will go to Amos chapter 4 and verse 11 in the Old Testament. The word of God simply said, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. God is bound to his word and to his promises. As some men account slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The will of God for everyone in this house by the time we leave is for you to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let's lift our hands all across this house and let's thank him, shall we? God, I come to you again this morning. I thank you for your love, your mercy, for your presence and your power that has filled this house. And I'm asking God one more time, speak to the hearts and the lives of men and women, boys and girls. For I know, God, that you have come here today with one thing in mind, and that is to save uh, to the uttermost. Uh, and God will give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that's due unto your holy and precious name. Let's clap our hands and thank him for his word. You may be seated in Jesus' name. There are a lot of things I may not know, but there is one thing that is certain. God is not willing that any man or woman, boy or girl should perish. So I've come with good news on this Sunday morning to tell somebody it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. You're in the right place at the right time. For there's a Savior in this house that has come to fill you and to save you and deliver you from your sin. The question is, what will you and I do with this opportunity? In the book of Amos chapter 4 and verse 11, the scripture said, I have overthrown some of you as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. And ye were as a far brand plucked uh, out of the burning. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. Isn't it amazing that in the goodness of God, Sometimes we fail to take advantage of the opportunity that is presented unto us. Amos said ye were a far brand uh, plucked uh, from the burning. Uh, when I look at that, I understand that the scripture uh, is giving us uh, a figure of speech uh, 
describing a narrow escape. Hear me somebody. I don't care what the enemy has told you. It's time to come home. I don't care what is going on in your life. God said you're a far brand that I am trying to pull up and out of the fire. You're a fire brand that's been burning. But today I've come to save to the uttermost. I don't know about you, but fire scares me. I don't want the job naturally running in when you're running out. (laughs) But yet I understand on the spiritual side, I've ran in a many a time when others were running out. I have a couple of close friends that have been burnt very severely by far. One of them was hurt in an oil rig accident. And he will tell you that when he was burnt, he said, I literally was out of my mind trying to get away from the fire, trying to get away from the pain, trying to find relief. He said, Brother Shepherd, now that I am healed completely up, oft times if folks are sitting around a fire, like we do many times out camping uh, or in our backyard uh, in a controlled environment. Uh, There's something about that fire that gets a hold of me uh, and I can't just sit there uh, or stand there. Uh, I've got to get away from it. Uh, I walked in here today uh, because I feel like there are folks uh, that are playing uh, with fire. I feel like somebody uh, is on the edge of eternity uh, and I walked in here uh, to help pull you out. Uh, I walked in here uh, to let you know uh, you're a fire brand uh, that God desires uh, to save. Come on, church. Come on, church. I feel God speaking to hearts and lives. And you are precious in his sight. Dean Jones, he said, I saw my son's late model race car go up in flames at South Boston Speedway during Father's Day weekend and immediately rushed to his rescue. Running onto an active racetrack is both dangerous and against the rules. But it didn't stop this father 
from running to his son's engulfed car and pulling him out of the burning inferno. When asked, were you scared? He replied, I'm just a dad helping my son. I'm just a dad helping my son. I've come to tell somebody I'm a preacher that's walked in here on this Sunday morning to help pull somebody out of the fire. The enemy has lied to you. And let me tell you, it's a lie from hell. But Jesus said, I'm not willing that any should perish. Come on, church family. The power of Calvary is in this house on this Sunday morning to save to the uttermost. Lift your hands all across this house. Woo! God, I feel the Holy Ghost, folks. Pastor Wimberly's brother, Greg, he said, I was driving down the road there in Houston in a family area coming home from work. And as I approached where I was going, the fire trucks were there. And a house was inflamed. The fireman had not quite got inside. And he said, I ask, is anybody inside? And they said, there's a one-year-old boy. We don't know where he's at. Greg said, all I knew was... There was a one-year-old boy that needed help. And Greg ran into that house, and he found him. Somebody help me here. He said, I ran over to that little boy. Fire was all around him. And when I picked him up, he fell out of my hands because the baby's skin slipped off. He said, I, I reached down and I picked him up again and we got out of the house. Greg sustained third degree burns over 90% of his body. But because of his heroic actions, uh, they both lived. My God, I walked in here this morning uh, to tell somebody uh, the devil's a liar. I walked in here uh, to take somebody by the hand uh, and lead you out uh, of where you're at. I walked in here uh, to tell somebody uh, that God cares enough uh, that he loves you. He almost shut the
Greg was in the Galveston Burn Center for over a year taking Clorox baths to get his, his skin to heal. But he's alive today. And there's a young man alive and grateful today because of somebody that was willing. Oh God, who was willing to reach out in a time of need. God, I feel you here today and I feel like God is telling somebody uh, it's time to reach out uh, to an extended hand. Uh, woo! Uh, God is saying, uh, I am here. Uh, do you hear me today? Uh, I said, God's saying, I'm here. Uh, in fact, uh, I feel him reaching. Uh, I believe he's putting his arms uh, around somebody uh, and saying, uh, I will. If you'll let me, I'll feel if you'll let me. I'll set free if you'll let me. I'll deliver if you'll let me. I got a pastor friend. Just hang with me this morning. I feel what I'm preaching. I got a pastor friend that was cleaning up around his place. Burning debris. Burning some limbs, some leaves, cleaning up. He worked all afternoon at it, Brother St. Clair. If you've ever done that, you know that oft times it'll burn the hottest from the center. Therefore, you have to constantly push it up into the fire. And he said, I, I got home that night, cleaned up, was sitting on the couch. And he said, my wife looked at me and said, I smell something. He said, what do you mean? She said, I smell something. He said, what does it smell like? She said, I'm really not sure. She said, it almost smells like flesh. And what had happened was our precious pastor had neuropathy in his feet. And he had burnt the bottom of his feet. Why? Because he could not feel. I walked in here this morning to tell us whether we be saint or sinner, if you feel the presence of God, you ought to have your hands in the air. And your voice ought to be thanking Him 
that he cares enough about you uh, that he would walk in and grace you uh, and die uh, with his presence. Uh, I'm telling somebody, uh, if we're not careful, uh, we get spiritual neuropathy. And the enemy will tell us uh, what's the use uh, and what's the need. Uh, and it could even be uh, that I can't feel God, uh, but I'm preaching to somebody. On this Sunday morning, he's walked in to meet you and greet you with his presence. Love him with me, church. Love him with me. I'm preaching to this congregation God told me he wants somebody to be saved today he told me to tell somebody even as Paul stated in Ephesians 4 and 19 who being past feeling Oh God, don't let me ever get to a point and a place that I'm past feeling uh, the goodness uh, of God Almighty. Uh, friend, uh, somebody in this house needs to hear uh, and needs to know uh, that God is here. Uh, somebody would say, Brother Shepherd, uh, a holy, righteous God uh, would never send someone to hell. Uh, and I've come to tell you uh, that's exactly right uh, because heaven and hell uh, is a choice that you and I make and we we decide where we're going to spend eternity and I would to God today somebody would jump up out of that pew I would to God somebody would get out of that seat and say I refuse to be lost Preacher, it's a state of mind. Well, let me tell you, eternity will be too long to find out you're wrong. I said eternity will be too long to find out you're wrong. So I've come to tell you, as Mark stated in chapter 9 and verse 43, if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. 
It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. If thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life, halt into life, than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. If thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. I've come to preach to somebody in this house. You know what you need to get rid of. You know the root of your problem. And yet you sit there. I'm telling somebody you don't want to wake up with a memory of a Sunday morning service in Anderson, Indiana, when God spoke to you and said, I'll save, I'll set you free, I'll make you whole. I'm preaching to somebody. There's a firebrand I'm trying to pluck out of the burning. Can we lift our hands and wait on the Lord a moment? Hebrews 12 and 1 states unto us, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. I'm asking somebody, what is the weight? that's in your way what is the sin that's in your life because I've come to tell somebody that in eternity it won't matter I've come to tell somebody that the sin that you say you can't live without you will live without in hell I've come to tell somebody the tragedy is that the enemy would tell you that you're missing out but Folks, uh, it's not this life I'm concerned about. Uh, it's the next. Uh, I'm asking somebody, uh, where will you spend eternity? Uh, I'm asking somebody, uh, are you willing uh, to step out this morning uh, and allow the grace of God uh, to work in your life uh, while he reaches, uh, while he speaks, uh, while he pulls? Uh, I'm telling somebody, uh, run for your life.
Luke 16 and 23. And in hell he lifted up his eyes. I said in hell he lifted up his eyes. Being in torment. And seeth Abraham afar off. And Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. I'm asking somebody, was the rich man convinced that hell was real? I said, was the rich man convinced uh, that hell was real? Uh, Then I'm asking somebody, uh, what are you waiting on? Uh, Why would you hesitate uh, when the anointing of God is in this house uh, to destroy every yoke, uh, to help you get rid uh, of the weight uh, that has you? Uh, Why uh, would you allow sin uh, to cause you to miss out uh, on heaven? Hear me somebody, I've come today to do everything I can. I'm willing to step into the fire with you and pull you out. I may have to go to the burn center when it's over with, but I came to pull you out. I come to tell you that God has walked in to save because he's not willing that any should perish. A dear friend, a pastor friend. He said, I went home one night, laid down in my bed. And he said, I had a vision. He said, in that vision, I was somewhere preaching, Bishop. And there was fire all around me. And I was reaching for a young lady. And I kept reaching. I kept extending. I kept preaching. I kept reaching. He said a few days went by. In fact, a couple of weeks went by. And I was called one afternoon to come and preach a youth rally where several churches were gathering together. And he said, I got to the pulpit and I read my text. And when I looked out across that crowd in about the second or third row was that girl. I want to tell every preacher in this house, you know how you need to preach? Like your lost son is sitting on the back row giving God one more opportunity. 
And he said, I looked out, Brother, Brother St. Clair, and there she was. And he said, something hit me. And he said, i got to reach her tonight. And I've come to tell you this morning that by the time the service was over, the girl was in the altar seeking God. And by the time it was over, they'd baptized her in Jesus' name and she'd received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. God's walked in here on this Sunday morning with one purpose, and that's to seek and to save that which is lost. My God, I'm reaching for some backslider in this house. I'm reaching for somebody that has said, my God, there's no use. That's a lie from hell, because God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come. I stand this morning with my arms open wide saying, come home. Come home. Come home. It doesn't matter about the past. It doesn't matter what has taken place. Forget about what everybody else thinks because today it's just between me and you. And I would say unto you that I have come to forgive. And what I forgive, I don't remember anymore. Come home. Come home. Come home. Do not hesitate. Just come home, saith the Lord. 
let's stand our feet and those that are being spoken to by the Holy Ghost run to this altar. Come on, young people. Come on, mom and dad. Come on, backslider. God is saying, no, come home. Come home. Come home. Come home. All across this house, let's step out from behind them pews. Let's make our way towards Calvary. A firebrand plucked from the burning. Woo! Come on, church family. There are to be a sound of travail in this house. <laughs> If everything's right between you and God, find somebody to pray with. Find somebody to put your hand upon and help pull out the fire. Come on. Can I get another Greg in this house? Can I get somebody that will put themselves into the burning situation and help pull somebody out? Come on, church. It's a life or death matter. It's an eternity matter. Don't miss it this morning. church family come on young people come on ministry help us today Show me lay your hand on somebody. Pray with them today. Come on. <laughs> Come on, husband and wife. Come on, brothers to brothers, sister to sister. Come on, ministry. Woo! Come on, let's pull them out this morning. <laughs> 